time for this week's edition of the Source Weekly Update, hot off the press and into your ear. Every week, found wherever you get audio. Time now to take a look at a couple of the highlights found this week on the Source Weekly's website, bensource.com. First up from our news desk, No Farms Without Water by Laurel Bronze. Driving north on Highway 97 toward Madras, fields of carrot seed and other crops stretch out towards the horizon. The farmers that work this land rely on a century-old irrigation system that's starting to dry up. This summer, like last, the majority of the region's 400 farmers will be forced to leave some land fallow because of light snowpack and low precipitation this winter. One way to help get the farmers get more water in the future is through piping irrigation canals in the region. This prevents water from seeping into the ground on the way out to farms and other properties. On July 9th, an ambitious piping modernization project was approved by the federal government. This will convert 7.9 miles of large open canals in central Oregon into an underground closed pipe system, reducing seepage by an estimated 29.4 cubic feet per second according to a recent press release from the Farmers' Conservation Alliance. In a complex water swap, the farmers near Madras will get more water during farming season, but give an equal amount back to the river in the winter. The project will improve the habitat of fish and the Oregon spotted frog in the upper Deschutes. The intricacies of this exchange provides a quintessential example of the cooperation that's needed between environmentalists, farmers, and local irrigation districts to keep the Deschutes River healthy while also helping local farmers grow food. One farmer's story, Phil Fine rotates carrot seeds, bluegrass seed, alfalfa, hay, and small grains on his farm north of Madras. His property is part of the North Unit Irrigation District, the largest district in the state, covering 60,000 acres. These farms are fed with water from Wikiup Reservoir, the Deschutes River, and the Crooked River. The NUID shares water with hundreds of property owners near Bend, who mostly use it for watering lawns, raising a few animals, or filling ponds. Without the water, this land would look like the rest of the high desert, dotted with sagebrush and a few juniper trees. Instead, these properties look lush and inviting, boosting their real estate value. Next up, Beavers, Our Eager Aquifier Engineers by Jim Anderson. No matter how you look at the history of the Pacific Northwest, one native animal stands out in making Oregon what it is today, the North American beaver. Yes, the same one we see on our state flag. As far as you can go back into the history of the Northwest, you will find the beaver supplying the material early people required to stay alive, financially, and make a home for themselves. The cities of Astoria and Portland, for example, can thank the beaver for their growth and welfare, beaver were slaughtered for their value for making hats, coats, and money. Lots of money. When the founders of this country wanted to keep beaver out of the hands of the British, they went out and slaughtered them so they couldn't be used by any foreign nation to compete with our commerce. Well, today, the beaver has an equal degree of importance, but in the area of water conservation. They don't need to be killed and their skins sold to be of great value to man. Killing and skinning beaver for their pelts should be eliminated thanks to comparable fabricated items. But, as a positive factor in water conservation, beaver have no equal, and the knowledge of how they function in this all-important role is just becoming known to us. 
Our native beaver is one colossal rodent, the largest in all of North America, and nearly matches its Eurasian cousin as being the largest rodent in the world. Just one of our species tips the scales at up to 78 pounds of muscle, teeth, and tail. The beaver is an industrious critter with gigantic, ultra-sharp teeth, who eats trees and has a tail that is humongous, flat, and when it wants to, can slap it on the surface of the water to be heard a great distance away. A best-selling and well-written treatise on beaver was written by Ben Goldfarb, entitled Eager, The Surprising Secret Life of Beavers and Why They Matter. According to National Geographic, Eager takes us inside the amazing world of nature's premier construction engineer and shows us why the restoration of an animal almost driven to extinction is producing wide-ranging positive effects on our landscapes, ecology, and even our economy. Go get it, a book well worth the read. And finally, checking in halfway, Best Movies, Shows, and Books of 2020 So Far by Jared Rasick. As we pass the halfway point of any given year, it's always nice to look back at all the pop culture shenanigans from the first few months just to see how the year is shaping up artistically. With movie theaters closing, new books going straight to digital, and all television shows halting production months ago, 2020 has been a bit of an entertainment wasteland. Yes, there's more streaming now than ever before, but quantity has definitely taken over for quality these last few months. And if we're being honest, it's not a trend going anywhere anytime soon. With all that said, let's take a look at the best 2020 is offered so far in the realm of movies. The second half of 2020 will hopefully see the releases of the dozens of movies that have been delayed so far this year. But luckily, we've still been given a few bangers so far. A24 and Oregon filmmaker Kelly Reichardt have teamed up for First Cow which follows a white drifter and a Chinese immigrant in 1820s Oregon that are stealing milk from the area's only cow to start a pastry business. Sweet, subtle, and tender. First Cow is a timely and heartwarming look at the American dream from the perspective of societal outsiders. A masterpiece. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of the Source Weekly Podcast. For more on these and other stories, pick up a free copy of The Source Weekly or visit our website, bensource.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Sam Scholl.